If you are looking to have your best year yet, join my free masterclass where we lay the groundwork that you need to scale your business, connect, and convert with your ideal clients. Link is in the show notes below. Welcome to this week's podcast. Last night, Keith and I were able to attend the Vernissage, the French word for a private viewing of an exhibition before it opens to the public. Keith is a member of the MEP, which is the Musée European photography with my terrible French accent, which was hosting last night's event. Lots and lots of incredible photography and lots and lots of people. So I definitely plan on coming back when the crowd is a little bit thinner, maybe on like a Tuesday morning or something more night so I can get up close and personal and look at a lot of these photographs closer because they were outstanding, including fashion photographer Irving Penn and several other photographers that are well-known that I won't go into here, but it was a really enjoyable evening. Another reason that we moved here, so reason number 499 that we wanted to move to Paris, was to have access to inspiration to keep our creative juices flowing. Anyway, let's start this episode. Today's podcast topic is something that I definitely learned the hard way, at least in the earlier days, and that is to not run a reactionary business. What do I mean by that? Well, don't be running and gunning. Don't be just making shit up on the fly when it comes to your business. For example, you practically start from scratch each time your phone rings, your DM pings, or your email lights up. Every time someone asks you for your price list, or every time you pack your camera bag to every post-shoot editing process or an in-person sales ordering session, it's like starting over. How much do I charge again for this? What packages do I offer for that? What do I put in my camera bag for a wedding? Things like that. Basically, you're being reactive rather than proactive. No plan. Very few systems in place. Starting from scratch every time a client contacts you or something needs to be done. Maybe you constantly remind yourself that your life might be easier if you had a priceless PDF to send off to clients or a product guide or a what to wear guide or a series of emails prepared that cover every step of the client journey. A bookkeeping system. A post-session PDF and so on and so on. And I get it. In the beginning, you are setting things up. You don't even know what you don't know. So how can you be proactive, right? That's a good question. I mean, really, when you're starting out, you don't know. You know basics. Of course, you need to have a contract. And again, I review a lot of this in the beginning of this podcast, like the things that you need to have as a foundation for a business, a photography business or any business, the basics. But on top of the basic business things that you need to have in place, you also need to have your own roadmap. It's your operational roadmap for your photography business. What do you need to do on a regular basis? It's like your operations manual for yourself, for your business and what you need to do within your business. So of course you have to have grace. There's tons of grace for a business owner, a young entrepreneur. When I say young, I don't mean age. I mean a young, newer entrepreneur. And even some seasoned entrepreneurs definitely haven't embraced some of this. So I'm speaking to everyone who runs a reactionary versus a proactive business. You need to figure out what your workflows are, what systems you need, and all the pieces that fit together. I struggled with this early on, but once I realized that I was investing more of my precious time and not getting paid more, not my client's fault, of course, my fault, but I needed to figure out systems that worked. And I needed to understand how my time broke down for each and every task. Guys, this is an extension of your customer journey in some ways, but it is also your journey your business's journey. This ties back into last week's episode and also my free mini course that I have available right now because all of this ties together and I'm a unique personality because there's parts of me that love systems and love order and then there's another part of me that absolutely detests it and I like to wake up every day thinking almost like I have free reign over my day when I don't at all. Obviously there are things that need to be done in 
any business every single day. And when it took me a long time to realize, once I had a routine every single day for my business, that business started to have a life of its own. When you take the time to create a system and an action plan for many of the flows that your business regularly has, say an email sequence or a workday flow for a wedding, a post-shoot flow, if you make them up on the fly every time you need one, you're losing time. I think it's a form of buffering. It is work that let's just say a lot of people really don't want to do this when it comes to their business. They didn't get in the business of being a photographer because they wanted to run a business. They became photographers because they love photography. And I know that most people don't, may not want to spend precious hours creating these workflows. But once you do it, you have it. You literally have it and you can use it over and over and over again. When you start from scratch each time, not only do you lack consistency, but you lose time. And your clients pay a price, and you definitely pay a price, both financially and personally. The time for money trade. Which also brings me to the point that I think a lot of entrepreneurs don't value their time enough. They don't count the hours that actually go into a lot of what they do. Whatever your pricing is, shooting a wedding is a lot more than eight hours. It's a lot more than the eight hours that you were on site. It's hours and hours of email, in-person meetings, timelines reviewed, questions answered, possibly an engagement shoot scouting the venue, answering more questions, reviewing timelines again as the date gets closer, planning, packing, driving, photographing the wedding, backing everything up the night after the wedding, cataloging, color correcting, editing, organizing, storing, presenting, creating a slideshow, a gallery, creating social posts, more phone calls, emails, or in-person presentations after the wedding. That's a lot. And I remember the exercise that one of our business coaches had us do almost like in a timeline fashion from beginning to end from the really it's not even the first email it's everything that goes into creating the arc of what your session includes and then putting a dollar value for that we'll figure out first how many hours it takes i'm going to go into this further in, in another episode though when you think of how many hours it takes to do something i mean maybe an eight-hour wedding takes 40 hours 60 hours whatever amount of time and of course not every task that you do is valued at the same as your your shooting price so answering emails wouldn't be valued at the same as shooting but you have to figure out really how many hours you are investing in a shoot and then how much time it takes you to do the shoot and figure out really how much you're making so again that's that's a whole other podcast episode because i find that extremely important I saw where i was going with this podcast episode so i definitely will save that for another day because i really want to go into pricing because I think that's one of the most important things you have to nail down in order to have a prosperous photography business for the long term. But I digress, as I always do. So let's go back <laughs> to reactive versus proactive business. And as it keeps going like this, if you don't have a workflow for each session or each part of your business or each operation within your business and understand exactly how much time you invest in each job and how much you make per hour, then this is a disservice to you and to your business. It's your family and friends and whoever you are not spending time with because you are working on these jobs and I think we all know we all know what it's like to feel overwhelmed in, in our photography business. And when you're reinventing the wheel for each client, it makes no sense for anyone. This approach to running your business, even in the early stages, really prevents you from growing, especially if you are a solopreneur. You are doing it all and still trying to maintain a life of your own. That's not easy comes with such a cost. So why? Why do we buffer when it comes to setting our business up right from the outset? Another thing I think is that many photography business owners really don't like to do this side of the business. They tell themselves they aren't good at it, that they're not good at the business side. It's just something they don't want to even have to deal with. I'm a starving artist. 
I don't need to be good at business. Or I'll never be good at business. I guess if you tell yourself that long enough, you start to believe it. It becomes a self-fulfilling prophecy. And I don't think the most talented photographers are generally the most successful photographers. And that's a topic for another day as well. So back to the self-fulfilling prophecy. If this is the truth and you really aren't good at something, then doesn't it make a lot of sense to hire someone who compliments you? And when you tell me you can't afford it, because I know that's what's coming next, because you're probably listening to this podcast because you want to know how to attract more clients. You want to work with clients that love what you do. And of course, you want your bottom line to be better than it is right now. You want to make more money. So therefore, a lot of you may be thinking, well, if I add one more expense, that's impossible because I'm already not making money. And I know I hear that that old adage that you have to spend money to make money, but there is some truth to that. And I think that when you're not good at something or you don't want to do something, if you bring someone on for a couple hours a week or a couple hours a month, they can help you with something that you're ignoring or avoiding in your business. But that something is something that could propel you forward, that could cause you to make more money in your business then it's very short-sighted not to open up the possibility of finding that extra $100 a month or whatever amount of help that you need. Because I really think that sometimes you do have to spend money to make money. And you may not see the return immediately, but it's something that, especially if there's a side of your business that you are consistently ignoring, then that's definitely something that I think you could be very helpful for you to bring someone on to help with that. And sometimes you need the extra structure, like you need the organization that someone else can give you. you. You're the creative and you like to do these things and then someone over here can do these several things for you and the two of you together make a whole and you can create a more successful, prosperous, profitable business by working together. And being a, being a reactive business owner is exhausting. It drains creativity. It takes you away from doing what you love to do. And I'm assuming most of you love being a photographer. And it makes you feel like you're always working. Overwhelm sets in and you know what eventually happens. You actually get tired of your business. The dream that you had to have this photography business, it's counterintuitive. But because your business is run in such a reactionary fashion, it's not organized and proactive, it actually becomes a labor. It's not enjoyable and you get frustrated and that energy that you give off is also what you get back with who you book and the type of clients that you get. And you can't understand why things aren't working out the way you wanted them to when you dreamed of having this business. You may think it is because the market is oversaturated or everyone with an iPhone is a photographer or everyone else is better than you. Everyone else has got it figured out. But really, there are some key reasons why photography businesses don't do well and they can't all be blamed on too much competition. Being a proactive business owner is one of the foundational pieces of creating a business that can thrive. This foundational stuff is the catalyst for success. We're living proof, honestly, with 20 25 or so, I got too many years <laughs> of having a photography business. We have lived through this all and we know the mistakes that we made and we know what we would do to get to this position faster. So this comes from experience. The foundational step is the catalyst for success. Being a great photographer is wonderful, but I can't tell you how much our business grew once we were running like a well-oiled machine. Indisputable. It's absolutely indisputable that the two went hand in hand. Is being organized and proactive, creative, and enjoyable? No. And, I would argue, a big resounding yes. Because why it may not have been fun to deal with the, quote, boring side of the business, it is also so rewarding. You get your time back and you make more money. A win-win in my book. 
Anyway, that's my rant for today and a little bit of a run-on rant that went in several extra directions that I do plan on addressing in future podcast episodes. I'd love you to take a look at the areas in your business where you may be leaning towards reactionary and less towards being proactive. So grab your journal and write down what you're missing. Where do you make things up on the fly? What PDF or organization structure could make your life easier? What would help you sell more because you can inform your client more easily? What is one thing you avoid doing because you hate doing it? These types of questions. Answer these for yourself because I'm sure you've sat at your computer and you've said, I hate doing that. And I bet it's rarely the shooting. I bet you're very happy to when you get to go out and photograph. That's probably where you find your most joy. So when you sit there thinking about what you dislike about your business, that might be the area that you need to work on first in order to elevate your business to the point where you're being proactive and not reactionary. Anyway, I know you've got this and I can guarantee that if you start being less reactionary, your business will soar. I'll see you next week. Thank you so much. Bye-bye.